Because of the coronavirus epidemic and to respect social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was recorded remotely over Zoom. Buenas noches, senores and senoritas. This is Michael Dow saying hello from uh, a rooftop in Mexico where I am enjoying my birthday vacation. Um, yeah, it's pretty nice here. I hope things are nice back home in the valley with my good friends John and Sue. It's How's it going over there, Justin? <laughs> so it could be cold. It could be colder and, and and darker. You're saying? Yeah, it's not it's not cold enough or dark enough here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but today it was in the in the uh, high 60s, which it definitely could be colder and darker. This is we are we are leaving my time of power. And yeah. uh, I just want to let everybody know that's why, you know, there won't be as many edicts coming from the central office. Um. <laughs> Good to know. I have a request. Yes. So, seniors and senoritas, what's the other word for someone oh, who's neither of those? I don't know. I don't actually speak Spanish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I, I think actually senoritas is like the equivalent of miss, and I think it'd be senoras or something. I don't know. <laughs> like We're very culturally, culturally sensitive. Well, yeah, I just know that just, we're going to get to the topic later, so I thought, geez, we opened with a, you know, binary. <laughs> Fair, fair enough. Um, I, I, I'd be more inclusive if I actually knew any Spanish. <laughs> so my apologies. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Je uh, regrette uh, désolé. Uh, I do better in French. Anyway, um, so this is Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. Uh, I'm doing a show with John Maroon Sue. Uh, it's my birthday today, so hooray for me. Um, oh, I forgot. Happy hola. birthday! Yeah, right. Yeah, that's it for high it's hola. A, indeed, that's that'll do. <laughs> it's a prime year for me once again, so that's fun. Ooh. And uh, yeah, uh, if you want to send, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, birthday requests or you know, cease and desist letters, whatever, um, you can get in touch with us. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, you know, maybe they want me to shut up. <laughs> um, I don't think that's how that. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, I'm not a, you know, rocket lawyer. Um, so, a, you know, a brain attorney. Anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, facebook.com slash civil politics radio or at civil politics FM on Twitter or just uh, contact at civilpoliticsradio.com, which is, of course, our website with recordings of previous episodes of the show and stuff like that, uh, like our recent. Uh, 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 interview with uh, Danny Torres of Collateral Banter, uh, talking about the um, uh, not the Mueller report. <laughs> oh, January <laughs> sixth. <laughs> yeah, January sixth. You Come are on. on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, one in-depth report about crimes by the Trump administration blurs into another. <laughs> yeah, and it keep it just keeps going, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and. Uh, so, uh, those of you who are lefties like me, uh, and observe the holy days, uh, we should celebrate its, uh, uh, Trump impeachment. I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know if that's one of the high festivals, but, uh, there's, I don't know, there's some kind of observance for it, right? Uh, I don't know. It's not really, uh, it's, I don't, I wouldn't say it's a high holy day. It's more like a, 
like an Arbor Day kind of kind of situation. Yeah, that here. that feels about right. It's Arbor like, Day, oh, Earth Day, nice, I guess. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Marjorie Taylor Greene compared him to Jesus, so maybe he's going to move the rock and come back out. Marjorie Taylor Greene <laughs> says a lot of things. Yeah, and he, if he comes back out and if he sees his shadow, does that mean he's got a better shot in the election, or is that something else? <laughs> I think you've got it just right. <laughs> oh so, my god. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, Trump has, I think it's 34 counts of uh, falsifying business records, Yep, which uh, would normally be a misdemeanor in New York. But uh, A, because he's doing the whole thing as part of an attempt to cover up the payments, uh, the $130,000 payment to uh, Stormy Daniels to sort of, uh, you know, keep her from possibly embarrassing him during the 2016 election. And he was trying to hide that he'd made those payments. Um, and that was a sufficiently criminal activity that uh, Mr. Trump's attorney, Michael Cohen, actually went to jail for it. Um, yeah. So yeah. in New York, if you falsify business records to hide other illicit activities, that is uh, a reason to upgrade them to a felony. Mm -hmm. um, the, other, the other thing, of course, is uh, they tried to disguise the payments as uh, payments to Michael Cohen as part of uh, a you know retainer for his services as an attorney, which is also tax fraud because they're well, reporting they a deserved income and not as a reimbursement. They also gave him the money as to pay the taxes too. So instead of exactly. one hundred thirty, he got a to, was it four hundred and eighty thousand dollars? And I think that's how it wound up. That yeah, was yeah. paid off, and there was another um, yep bunny, another bunny that was paid off. So. Yep. Yep. Oh, so, bunny of the year. Yep. Why and did and women yeah. go with him? That's what I can't figure. Uh, $130,000. That, <laughs> that, but that was after the fact. <laughs> yeah, but they might have they might have been thinking along those lines. It might also be, look, I mean, I understand that up close, you know, in person, Mr. Trump can have a certain charisma. I don't know. Um, uh I don't know. And also, let's face it, uh, in some cases, we're aware that the women involved weren't necessarily consenting. So, yeah. Yes, there's you a know. third person that isn't in this case. But yeah. Yeah. E. Jean Carroll, I think her name is. Yeah. Assaulted. That's, yeah, that's another. Yeah, there's so many cases. That's a hard to civil keep track suit, of. I believe, from the it 90s. Is. Yes. So yeah, that's uh, the, continuing right now. Um, yeah. The, yeah I mean, really, I think the, the biggest things are that either uh, they they were taken by his charm uh wanted to sleep with someone that was very powerful and rich or and famous especially more, famous honestly more likely considering that he's like he was like in his 70s at the time um mm. he probably gave them something could be to entice them yeah could be i mean yeah depending on how much it was like i'd i'd be like oh I'll, like Spitzer did. I'll like, hold my nose here. Be. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, and, Spitzer, uh, Elliot Spitzer was paying for wasn't it like two thousand dollar a night call girls? I think so. While he was busting, he was breaking, you know, busting all the prostitution, everything in New York. I, I mean, I, I for, was, yeah, I forget how much it was, but yes, he was seeing escorts even as he was cracking down on them, which I mean, is yeah, very high, you know, high yeah. dollar amount. So yeah, I mean, I think the I think the main thing here is hey. They they decided to do that, and you know, sure. Well, that's what they want to do, and uh, they if they if they got a little on the side for it, good for them. 
<laughs> you know, they were working. So, yeah. uh, you know, well, and and, you know, Ms. Daniels has, you know, appeared in various adult movies. It's possible that she's just like, yeah, you know what? You know, she's, she might movie. just be, yeah. well, she might just be less picky about things. She might be like, yeah, whatever, you know, eh, like, you know, like some people, you know, some people are like, no, I, I can only eat, you know, certain kinds of cheese. I don't like other stuff. And it's like, and other people are just like, yeah, whatever. If it's edible, I'll eat it. Give it know? a try. Yep. Yeah. Who knows? Well, he does have that, that jet that he started calling Trump Force One. <laughs> oh, God. I know. Why does everything he says sound creepy? <laughs> When it is I, even, I, like, I, I, yeah, he just I mean, because slime on everything. Because I mean, right, if, he, gonna... if he were a different kind of person, Trump Force One would actually be like kind of cute, you know. If I was like, you know, if I were that kind of guy, kind of guy who had like a private jet or whatever, and I go, yeah, we're gonna take Mike Force One on a trip and be like Mike <laughs> Force One, yeah, duh, you know, I, it'd just be different. <laughs> yeah, I just call you a doof. That's pretty much it. But with him, it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 by like the way, it. by the way, Doof is a shoe that that fits comfortably, so I'll wear it. <laughs> okay. I, I had a friend I, that I let's met. not lie. Yeah, I know. I had, a, I had a friend from Philadelphia I met years ago, and I didn't really know what kind of car she drives. She was talking about her Mercedes this or Mercedes that. When I finally got a ride with her, it was a Rambler. <laughs> it was just just the nickname for her car, Mercedes. Oh, oh. <laughs> just called because it's a name. It just called. It the is car a name. Yeah. That's a yeah. Greek name, actually. You know that's yeah. I'm down. That's good. I, I like. Yeah. I like her. Hey, she great. tricked me because I love cars. So two points to her. I have, yep. to I have to complain about a Republican. I'm sorry to do this because I really like this guy. But oh, Mitt Romney. Which guy? Oh, what Mitt did Mr. Romney. Rom what, what did Senator Romney do? Uh, he said that this case that's the New York DA is bringing is uh, weak and that it wasn't really, everybody should be tried if they're guilty, et cetera, et cetera. But this case shouldn't have been brought. And he had no idea. He hadn't seen the, the indictment or anything. I'm just yeah. so bummed that he said that. Yeah. That anyway. Yeah. yeah. Both of got, the, the senators ahead. from Utah actually condemned the charges. Yeah. Well, I, Excellent. I, I got a I got a couple of things I want to I want to uh, share about the uh, or observations I want to share about these this case, um, and I'll try and be quick so that it's not just me talking the whole stupid episode again. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, very briefly, um, the falsifying business records thing is pretty much like like that th they've got documents i think trump's made statements in public admitting it so like the actual like doctoring the records they've you know like is was very clear and the they payments to Ms. right yeah and they've got the you know they've got all the checks and whatnot they know the payments actually happened uh you know they've got mr cohen and ms daniels talking about it so i mean you know like even if trump were to try and deny it i think he's admitted it at other times and in any event it would be easily proven the the pecker too yeah the, exactly i forgot about him yeah so the the only real hitch here is um if they're if they're if they if the judge throws out the acceler you know uh bumping them up to felonies because of the larger criminal conspiracy thing and or tax fraud then they're just misdemeanors and as misdemeanors they're past the statute of limitations and they'd all be thrown out 
So well, they're not past the statute of limitations because he was out of the out of the state, and they've calculated it. And oh, during COVID, they paused the statute of limitations. Oh, it's possible that I'm wrong. Yeah, you're right. It's it's past that elapsed time, but it's actually not past the statute of limitations by a whisker, which is why they oh, they take it okay. in now. Oh, yeah. fair enough. So, so I could be uh, so it, it could be that I'm wrong about that, but but um, even if I'm right and they can still prosecute them if the judge just downgrades them to a misdemeanor to misdemeanors then it's like basically a whole lot of you know trump might have to pay some fines um so the the trick is um that uh they have to demonstrate that there was a larger criminal enterprise going on and that this was part of it i think the tax fraud might be a one way they could do that though i don't know anything about New York tax law. So I don't know. And none of the charges, I think, directly listed tax charges. So I don't know how that's going to play at trial. The other thing Keith, is... Keith, go ahead. Yes, please. Um, Weisselberg, who's just getting out of Rikers, just hired Alan a Alan Weisselberg? Lawyer. Oh, okay. He, he, he's yeah, the, so they, he was the fi- chief financial officer for Trump's organization, right? Yeah. So they think that um, Bragg has tied it to Weisselberg. And that's why they were very obscure about which which felony it was they were doing it under. They think it's uh, they think it's that one. I think Bragg's smarter than we know. I hope he is. <laughs> he is. But yeah, well, I mean, I don't know anything about him, so it wouldn't be hard to be smart. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, this this is another time when I, what I'm going to say. You're taking a shot at the king. You better not miss. So, yeah, I yeah, agree. He I think I agree. been uh, preparing this case for a very long time. He's got all his ducks in a row. He seems very professional. Like uh, in the um, in the press conference that he delivered, like directly after, um, he was very to the point and very succinct oh, about like, what was going. Miss- yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he seems like a, he seems like it, uh, like it, this isn't a he he's not tilting at windmills here. He seems like he's he's. He he thinks he's got a good case, and from what from what I know about him and what he sounded like at the at the press conference, he he probably wouldn't go after this unless he had all his ducks in a row, because that would be career suicide. Also, like you want to keep your job. So (laughs) he he paused it at first until it was ready. Exactly. He he took Cy Vance's stuff and said, you know what, let's just. And And I think it's Weisselberg that they're that they're nailing it with. You may well be right. I haven't seen I haven't seen anybody mention that in the stuff I've looked at. But you you, that's a really good point, Sue. You may be right on the money there. Because the other thing, well, I mean, (laughs) yeah, me too. So the other thing is just um, it's it possible that he'll you know they'll be able to say, look, you know. Federal election laws were violated, and we know this because Michael Cohen went to jail for violating them. Mm-hmm. You know, Mr. Trump didn't, but Mr. Cohen did. And so even though Trump wasn't charged for that, you know, like he was president, DOJ can't go after him, so that's why he wasn't and whatnot. So, you know, like, argue, like, it's, a, I think, a reasonable conjecture, but at the same time, I could totally see how the... um uh, the the judge might decide, you know, now we're not going to allow that, or the jury might not buy it too, and and that because I've been having some extended discussions online about whether or not this is just, you know, political scalp seeking, or whether there's uh, something more, uh, you know, above board. If this is actually a worthwhile 
case to pursue. Um, I, I'm reminded, well, actually one person I, I saw on Twitter, and I, I think we can find the thread or whatever, but just pointed out that there are some real similarities to the prosecution of former Senator John Edwards, uh, like about 15 years ago when he used campaign money to pay off his mistress and stuff. Um, but the other thing I just want to, I just want to say is that I don't know if you guys remember uh, back in the early 90s and during Bill Clinton's first term, you know, when all these, you know, annoying scandals came out um, and, you know, the Whitewater investigation certainly was worth looking into. I, I don't think anybody who's honest, you know, can fault the Justice Department for spitting off a special prosecutor to look into that. But um, there was one of the scandals was Travelgate. And I don't know if you guys remember the details oh, of that. Oh, yeah. No. Yep. And yeah. the records all appeared. I remember when the records came back, they appeared that, in Hillary Clinton's lawyer's office. <laughs> with the travel records? I think that I think you're thinking of something else. I think that was the scandal with the Rose Law Firm investments and things. But anyway, regardless. Oh, <clears throat> what yeah, is yeah, travel Hillary. Uh, well, so here is the nutshell version. Uh, like, please, you'll see the, you'll see the the parallel. I think by the time I'm done. But so the nutshell is, uh, the White House Travel Office handles travel arrangements for, you know, the president and federal officials and things like that. When you know people out of the White House when they're going on trips wherever, whether it's in the U.S. or overseas, um, and it's uh, you know they all the people in that office you know serve at the pleasure of the president. But there's a lot of continuity. And the head of the office when Bill Clinton took took over in 1993 was a guy named Billy Dale, and he'd been hired back in 82 during the Reagan administration. And Mr. Dale um, kept really sloppy records. Um, and there were some concerns about like, you know, he might be keeping an extra ledger and it wasn't clear that he was properly depositing and accounting for all the checks that were being sent out and coming in and whatnot. And so there were real concerns and the Clinton administration, um, I don't know how much direct involvement the president had at all, but uh, I do know that eventually, uh, you know, Kenneth Starr looked into this and as part of Mr. Starr's final report to, uh, to Congress about um, this whole matter, he exonerated President Clinton of any wrongdoing to do with anything to do with the travel office. So there's that. But um, – the Clintons basically fired a bunch of people at the travel office and hired people they'd worked with in Arkansas because they're like, these people know how to actually keep track of records and they don't, so we're getting rid of them. And there was an outcry and Clinton had to hire some of those people back and yada, yada, and the FBI got involved. And the FBI's involvement led to uh, Mr. Dale being charged with two counts of embezzlement because I think the idea was he pocketed oh, something – they were like, it looks like you deposited two checks or, re you know, reimbursement checks or some checks that were coming into the travel office, you know, related to the, you know, the federal business, you know, that should go into the public accounts instead were deposited to your personal bank account. That's bad. And so they brought charges and there was a trial. And in 1995, Mr. Dale was acquitted. Because the uh, jury basically determined, like his argument was like, look, I may be bad at my job and keep sloppy records, but I didn't actually steal the money. And he was able to demonstrate eventually in his rat's nest of records that, in fact, he had either used the money for appropriate expenses um, or he'd actually paid it back. 
so that he hadn't actually stolen any money. And since being bad at your job isn't a crime, only embezzlement is a crime. And since he hadn't embezzled, you know, he was acquitted. And I just remember that happening, you know, when that came out in early 1995. And I was pretty pleased with the whole thing. I mean, you know, like I think the Justice Department was absolutely right to bring those charges because it sure as hell looked like he embezzled. And then there was a trial and the jury looked at the evidence and they're like, no, piecing through this carefully, it, it looks like actually he didn't embezzle. We understand why you thought he did, but he didn't. And, you know, I personally think Mr. Trump has, you know, absolutely violated uh, federal law, campaign finance laws, et cetera, et cetera, tax laws uh, in this whole affair with paying Stormy Daniels hush money. But I could be wrong. You know, like I'm not an expert on the law. I just know what people who do know more than I do tell me. And I think this is a totally appropriate prosecution. If it turns out after all the you know legal motions are argued and the judge rules on things and you know and the jury has its say if it comes to that, you know, and they wind up acquitting Mr. Trump, I mean, I'll be disappointed because I don't actually like the man very much. But nevertheless, this seems like an appropriate prosecution, and you know, if the if the process works as it should, then I'll accept whatever the verdict is. And I, what do you think of? The judge stuff. Have you heard about the judge? They, my, my party is just. I don't rushed, know. You know. Yeah, I, I can't remember the judge's name. What, what, what about him? Is he? Uh, is he what? He's is he secretly really like a transgender guy. teenager or something? <laughs> very, no, very, very even-handed guy. Supposedly, actually, he did the Mendel. That sounds good. Uh, the Wesselberg case. Oh, okay. Very, All right. Yeah, and uh, they said he's a man of his word. He promised him only six months, and that's what he gave him, even though. Good. The, it should have been a lot more, but you know, mm-hmm. he's an honorable guy, but my party has discovered that he gave, I think, uh, $15 to Joe Biden, 15, one, <laughs> 15. Five. All right. $10, $10 to uh, get out the vote group democratic and $10 to, uh, um, get rid of the Republicans or stop the Republicans group. And so they're arguing that he needs to step down. I mean, you know, $15, <laughs> I, I, you know, how, how, I know judges often don't give money or they give money to both parties, but, you know, I think he's going to have to step down. I think this is just too high profile case for a $15 depo- um, donation to President Biden. Well, here's the I thing. If, if unlawful. Oh, fair enough. So the Republicans well, probably don't like that either. If 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 unlimited political donations are necessary because money is speech and the more money you can give means, you know, putting limits on how much money you can donate is putting limits on how much speech you can have. If that's the logic, then $15 is a very tepid amount of speech about <laughs> supporting Joe Biden's pres- candidacy. You know, it's like a eh. I guess Joe over Trump, I guess. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you know, like that's that's about as close to, you know, that that's one step above meh, you know, like, come on. I hope he gave 15 to some of the one of the Republican candidates because that would take care of it. That That's true. <laughs> Although actually would it if it wasn't Trump? Maybe not in in this new world where only Republicans can try Republicans and only Democrats can try Republicans. Cried Democrats. I don't know. But I, I just was I, shocked. 
Well, I mean, if you know, if he gave to a Republican candidate, then it's like you know he's not a party line partisan. So there was. You know, I mean, I don't. I don't think it matters anyways. But that would certainly be a point of of data in against that. Yeah. Sorry, John. Were you saying uh, there were other donations? Um, some like other small dollar amount, like ten dollars to uh, stop Republicans and Progressive Turnout Project. Yeah, those uh, are so the other two $10. Yeah, it's $20 yeah, plus the $15. Like, honestly, it sounds like they, this really sounds like someone in the office is like, can you donate to this for my kid? Yeah. This candy bars or yeah. something? You know, like, it, it just seems like, yeah, sure. Just, I got this in my wallet. Just take it. You know, like, it doesn't, yeah, yeah. It, like, uh, maybe he was like, I, I, um, I like, some of the other stuff that they're doing maybe they're involved in some legal stuff that's that they're doing um uh they were all they were made it through act blue so I mean, yeah. he oh, went online and used his card but well, you know, i don't know trump has been talking about his daughter the judge's daughter and so is uh trump's son which i thought they were gagged i mean not really gagged but warned not to talk about the case mm-hmm. and they're 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 showing her picture and saying where she lives and all sorts of oh, stuff god. So oh god oh my god really cuz yeah, yeah i think wow. her daughter is an activist so maybe maybe the 15 bucks was come on dad <laughs> get a, i wouldn't be surprised yeah yeah me. maybe yeah well like she can't the, donate yeah, so he so he did it for her or something yeah the yeah. Well, and the, the trumps don't don't listen to the judges if they can possibly help it. So, but, but actually, speaking of uh, judges <laughs> and money, money going around and people asking questions about that, uh, Sue, I know you heard about uh, the report that just came out from ProPublica. I think it was ProPublica. Oh, my, my guy, about Clarence my Thomas. Republican, my Republican SCOTUS. <laughs> yeah, your your absolute yeah. favorite judge of all time, Clarence <laughs> Thomas. There's no oh, one you love man. more, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how my party gets these people, but yeah, I and he's been he's been taking all this stuff and he hasn't declared any of it. It's like, oh, please, can the criminal justice system work, please? Yeah, well, like, I mean, how can so be law and order Republican. I just saw the headline. So to be clear, did he not pay taxes on this, or or no, otherwise he, declare? Yeah, he didn't declare it in any way, either either through you know you're supposed to declare because you're a, quote federal employee, and yep. he is in fact the federal employee, and yep. he didn't and he didn't declare it. Yeah. So I think they got him. I I think so. I you know not a lawyer, so we always have to put that caveat in. But well, this certainly. Uh, if you remember, the grounds for impeaching a judge are he, they have to maintain good behavior. Uh, that doesn't sound like good behavior to me. But, you know. uh, well, people kind of <sighs> knew it because they kept talking about all the parties that he and his wife were getting invited to and these trips and that's all true, these junkets yeah. and stuff. But I think everybody assumed he, you know, declared it and was transparent. And I guess, I guess not. Yeah. But that's ProPublica that published that right today. Correct. I think it was today. So, yeah. it, it broke. Yeah. So this is playing Friday, so broke this week. Yep. So, yep. So law, maybe maybe this is the last bastion of sort of the pushback. People retake well, the government. I, I hope so. Well, certainly, I think Congress should pass a law requiring the Supreme Court to abide by the same code of judicial ethics that every other federal judge has to follow. But. So, that would be oh, a great start. 
It would be. And uh, speaking of a great start, I think we've gotten off to one, but we're slightly over time here in the first half of the show. So we're going to play some PSAs, promos and station IDs, and then we're going to come back with more civil politics in the second half. So please don't go away. We'll be right back. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. And welcome back to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. It's still my birthday. Hooray! And I'm still doing the show with my good friends, John and Sue. Happy Yay. birthday. Thank Happy you. Happy birthday. <laughs> Yay. So, um, yeah. Uh, thanks to the magic of the internet, I'm actually able to do this from a friend's house in Mexico. So that's awesome. Mm. Anyway, uh, before we, I, there was, we wanted to talk about um, all the uh, legislative shenanigans down in uh, Tennessee that are happening. Before we did that, uh, we, we were, since before we uh, move on, uh, we, 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 there was another thing about courts that we wanted to talk about. Oh, right. The, um, the election for the state Supreme Court in, uh, crap, Minnesota, right? Minnesota, no. yes. Wisconsin. It was Min- it Minnesota? Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, no, it's, it's the other Denver, one. Yes. Oh, you know, those, those lake states. Maine, yes. Those lake yes. states. Yeah. I, I'm sure people in Wisconsin and Minnesota never, ever get annoyed when people might mix them up. <laughs> Michigan, yes, that's where it is. Yes. Especially right. with the two cities exactly. across the river. Yeah. By the way, great, right. fish, great fishing in both of them. Oh, yeah, well, pikes you know. and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. yeah, I, I, you know, I have friends who live out in Minnesota, and I should go visit them sometime. So anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but just the, uh, the, the, uh, I can't remember the woman's name, but the uh, Janet Protasiewicz. Uh, Tosiewicz? Protasiewicz. Protasiewicz. Yeah. Janet, very, very Polish name. That's yes, yes. You know, we living in the Pioneer Valley, John, we should be good with Polish names. I mean, we Listen, should figure that's out why I got those. as far as I did. Yeah, fair enough. I we, am, we I am very <laughs> conversant. I, I can converse in Klingon. So this is that's what I used yeah. to tell people. Like when the, when, a, when someone with like a super Polish name came up, I'd be like, yeah, I can read Klingon. <laughs> we we apologize to our our polish uh, uh fluent listeners for getting the name wrong but anyway um but anyway the um uh uh, uh she won uh and she was uh an avowedly progressive candidate who talked about how she uh thought a woman's right to choose was tremendously important and her opponent was a republican who not only had you know been vociferous in attacking uh uh the pro-choice position he'd also uh consulted on the whole uh appointing fake electors from wisconsin 
to uh, uh, assist President Trump in overthrowing the, oh, I the 2020 that. election result. He was result. a fake yeah. elector guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the 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 voters in Wisconsin just you know uh, turned against that guy. Uh, the Democrat won by nine points, which is pretty good considering President Biden won the, the election in the state two years ago by only one percentage point. And, uh, and it's an off-year election. Flips, so. And it flips the court. So it goes, it was five conservatives to four progressives, and now it's five to four the other way. So people uh, are I, very excited. I think there are only are seven justices. So I think, it's, I think it's four to three the other way. But whatever, it's yes. Protosawitz. Protosawitz, yeah. That's what I said. You were right. Protosawitz. Well, Janet Protosawitz. I mean, uh, Judge. Janet Protosawitz. Judge Janet Protosawitz. Please and congratulations to her. Yes, Supreme thank Court you for of Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's good. He didn't. He did not give a very nice concession speech. He basically said that the opponent was not worthy, and he couldn't. Oh, even I missed deem that. To, yeah, he's horrible. He was horrible. I'm like, oh my god, guy, have some class. I don't know. Like I said, where did my party find these people? But the elective fraud—that's enough for me. You know, you don't. Yeah, you don't fake electors. Government. No good. Yeah. This is uh, his second election loss. Well, yeah. uh, well the conservatives lost to her to start with. The 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 way I forget how that it all works, but there was the incumbent who lost, and then she she beat anyway. Yeah, oh, uh, okay. Scott Walker appointed Kelly to the Supreme Court in 2016, and then Kelly lost his seat in 2020 um, when uh, Karofsky. Uh, Judge Karofsky defeated him by 11 points. Uh, so by similar margins as well. He's, oh, right. he's not Mr. good so, at right. running for this, for this job. Yeah. He, uh, so he, he, so in other words, he was, he, he should, he should quit while he's ahead. Well, he's not ahead anymore, but he, he had been on the state Supreme court because governor Walker put him there. Okay. That's yep. it. Briefly. Yep. I didn't he know was that. not That's just on it. Yeah. He, he so, wasn't just on it. Anyway, just, uh, uh, yet more example of how the, uh, uh, you know, the issue of, uh, Reproductive justice continues to motivate people to go out to the polls and vote for Democrats because, you know, while we're not necessarily like always the good guys, we're at least very clearly on the uh, uh, the side of liberty and justice on this particular issue. So there you go. At least that's what I say, obviously. Anyway, um, but speaking of... Um, Republicans uh, just saying terrible things. Go ahead. Sorry. Sue uh, mentioned his uh, concessions, concession speech, and I just want to read a couple lines from it. Um, I wish in and this is uh, Kelly's um, speech. I wish in a circumstance like this, I would be able to concede to a worthy opponent, but I do not have a worthy opponent to which I can concede. Uh, he called her a serial liar. And said, I wish Wisconsin the best of luck because I think it's going to need it. He also called her her campaign Hmm. dishonorable and despicable. And she's demeaned the judiciary with her behavior. Uh, This is the future we have to look forward to in Wisconsin. Just a gem of a man. Just just a a, a gentleman, a scholar. Yeah. um, (laughs) 
You can't they just spent leave. $40, wow. $40 million, I think, on that race. Jeez. You know, between the two of them and all the, you know, dark money groups. And I'm sure it was wow. a heck of a race. He he goes on. Uh, yeah. Like that's. Yes, he does. Yeah, it's, it's really it's, bad. Um, <laughs> it, this is amazing. Like I've, I've, I've never seen a, a concession speech this dripping with salt. Just, yeah. just, it's like the. It's well, like would the, you want him to be a judge with a, an attitude like that? He's a nasty no. man. God, <laughs> Jesus. That's. Wow. Yeah. This is like. And yeah. And of course, also, you know, he was part of the whole, like, let's rig the election for President Trump thing. So, yeah, that's. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised this, she didn't beat him by more than nine points. <laughs> I don't know. Amazing. Yeah. Just well, amazing. could you could you post the the post the link to that in the show notes, genre? I want to check I, that out uh, later. I have posted a um, I posted a a uh, Milwaukee's Journal Sentinel article about it, and it has the quotes in it. I will look for a um a video of his Audio. concession because I was I was there are it. some. Yeah, there there are some oh, out sure. because I've been seeing it on C-SPAN, so which right. is where I saw it. Wow. Which I just I couldn't believe yeah, it. I'm like, I'm sure. Who is this guy, and how would he ever be a judge? He just, he's appointed. That's how. <laughs> yeah, because he, yeah. Well, he's probably a lawyer. I assume for somebody. But yeah, it's just it's like we are damaging our government. Like there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So maybe there will be yeah. no tomorrow. Speaking of damaging well, our and government. Speaking, Yes, at a oh, state Tennessee. level in a different state. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know, John, you, you found a couple of bits of audio. Do you want to start with the fellow uh, asking a really horrible question to the student protesters or the uh, the, the legislator? Well, we should, of, the uh, the we, overview of the, what the gun the gun thing that happened that caused this all. Yeah, that we should. Oh, start right, right, right. Because we didn't do a show happened, last week. We yeah. weren't we weren't on the air last week. Um, right. Three right, children yeah, and three was... adults were killed at the Covenant School, which is a private Christian school in Nashville. Um, I'm not going to go into their ages and names because it's just incredibly depressing. Uh, the person um, who. Three elementary school children. I mean, what else do we need to say? Exactly. It's all. Um, the police identified the shooter as 28 year old Audrey Hale who officers believe is a former student of the, who, who targeted the school. Um, Hale was shot and killed by police uh, and was armed with two assault rifle, uh, assault type rifles and a handgun when entering the school. Yeah. Uh, all of which were obtained legally. Um, there have been uh, reports that Hale is transgender. Uh, I'm hoping that we are using the correct name because even though uh, they are, piece of garbage use someone's right name so um she she does identify yeah. as a she i've, okay. I've been there following were, it a little bit and she definitely have been, identified so, okay. as a she so audrey hale um while the shit in the cops said while the shooter's gender identity is unclear at the time uh they said that hale was uh assigned female at birth and used male pronouns but you're saying that the um that this is incorrect. I believe it's the other way around. That, yeah, that cool. she used female pronouns. So. Yeah, I, I know there was but, like a whole thing with like their LinkedIn or something like that where people trying to figure things out. Anyway, uh, this person. Yeah, it was uh, a family. Fr- it was a family. It was a childhood friend of hers, a friend of hers. Yeah. Who was her peer. 
And that, that, that is the other thing. Like uh, recently, yeah, her friend actually, uh, she she contacted her friend saying like, watch the news. I'm uh, I'm I'm going out, you know. And their friend uh, actually tried to contact police, and it was only a few. They got the message, and only a few minutes later, Hale went into the building. So there there wasn't enough time to actually respond to everything um yeah so uh i'm not going to post links to them because i don't like it but uh if anybody wants to to look it up um there are uh uh body cam videos of the police um you know going into the school and everything um the one, the, the I guess the silver lining is that it was another Uvalde. They actually like got everything together. They they were able to breach the building and stop stop this person before they. Yeah, something like that. It wasn't. Very it was quick. very. It was very quick, uh, which is, you know, good. Good that yeah. um, they were able to kill someone so quickly. But it was still six people. As fast as yeah. that was, it was still six people. Three kids, right? Yeah, didn't adults, they? Did, think. did the shooter fire like over 150 bullets? Uh, I don't know. Um, quite a few, anyways. T- tons. And and yeah. Well, and and of course, also one of the reasons why assault rifles, you know, AR-15 style rifles are so dangerous is because those bullets do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah. So that's all. That's all really terrible. Yeah. And. Uh, there's been uh, an upswelling, sort of a, a real sort of uh, un, a spontaneous grassroots eruption of students, especially, but all kinds of people across Tennessee who are calling on their state legislature to uh, change their gun laws, to make it harder for people to, to get guns and, you know, get permits and, you know, more requirements for training and, and background checks and so forth, which... You know, seems like a reasonable response, um, and it has provoked a rather uh, I, I suppose I interesting. I mean, I was going to say shocking, and I'm like, I don't know if it's that shocking, really. Uh, but you know, a a I think a terrible reaction from the Republican-controlled Tennessee State Legislature. Yes. Um, yeah, so, John, I don't know if you want uh, well, to... Do you want to play? Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was going to say um, we can listen to the um, the clip from Representative Lamberth uh, first um, as a response. Confronting, confronting student protesters Correct. who are saying we should, you know, pass laws banning these kinds of guns in Tennessee. All right, That's yes, right. Go, okay. so, go ahead. Um, that's correct. Afraid so. Yep. <sighs> okay, here we go. So you're not going to like my answer. And look, I'm going to say that straight up. It's not about this one gun. If there is a firearm out there that you're comfortable being shot with, please show me which one it is. There's not. Every, there's not. There's not. Right there. Every single gun in the hands of a crazy person, a deranged person, a convicted felon, every single weapon out there can be. going to be more when somebody's walking on the street with a giant-ass gun for no reason? Nobody's going to do good with that gun. I understand that. The goal is not to... 
But it's not, you could ban that specific gun and you were going to do almost nothing to improve y'all's safety. I'm sorry, that's a fact. So he is, so they're saying, uh, we don't want, we, like, we want you to, to stop help us not be shot anymore please we we would prefer not to be shot and he's saying the the normal republican like general republican boilerplate argument of well people are going to get guns so why make why make laws to stop people from getting guns it won't work so this is a waste of time which is dumb that's a right. bad argument said that two weeks ago who is basically saying that we can't do anything and yeah. people couldn't believe it. I forget. He's from Indiana or somewhere. And he seemed like a real milk toast kind of guy. And it was like, we can't do anything. Time. Next slide. <laughs> there's a, um, yeah, there's a YouTube channel. Um, I can post a link to that. Uh, and it, basically they have this series called, um, the, the alt-right playbook. Um, and mm -hmm. they yes. had one, uh, they had one video called, I hate Mondays, you know, that's on the nose, but uh, they basically they, they were saying like this sort of argument. Um, we want to ban X because it's dangerous. Well, criminals are going to get X. So there's no reason to restrict restrict my ability to get oh. X because it won't. Yep. It won't affect anything. Only criminals will have only exactly. criminals will have. Then assault, yeah, exactly. Weapons. Then only criminals will have X and then they'll they'll and then nobody else will have X and it'll be bad, which is a dumb argument but hey you know that's my that's my Frank, opinion have you heard the democrats argument what's that support your right support your right to arm bears i just i love that bumper sticker anyway i don't think that's a democrat <laughs> i think it as is. much as a smart person look, thing, uh, like I, a smart <laughs> look you know i i don't want to be don't yeah, i was gonna say bear. I don't want to be afraid to criticize the Democrats when when I think it's necessary. I think our plan to give cocaine to bears was bad enough. I think giving them assault weapons too would just be, I mean, it'd be a nightmare. I mean, we'd have bears out there doing uh, Al Pacino and Scarface. It's just the worst, you know. Uh, bears don't need are, bears don't need those kinds of bad role models. They, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna get into the. The rest of it. I just want to I just want to put out there that the actual cocaine bear was a like they like some dude dropped a bunch of cocaine into the woods. The bear ate the cocaine and then 20 minutes later it was just dead. No, nothing yeah. happened. It was just yeah. a dead bear full of cocaine. And then they made was, a movie out of it. It um, was actually a really sad story about poisoning a, an animal. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And yeah. they have that bear uh, like on display someplace. So that's fun too. Um, but when we like going back to the, to the gun, the gun thing, like in the, the whole uh, the really awful situation in yeah. um, Tennessee and people are protesting everywhere, including in the house of representatives. Yeah. The Tennessee house of representatives, they, there were a few members that were uh, the Dem uh, three democratic members that were really, uh, protesting against it and like vocally and um, they being they, rowdy talking out of turn and getting up to what john lewis used to call good trouble there you go well they they spoke to people in the galley from the floor so they kind of took it over a little bit peacefully gallery you mean and when there's a kitchen were speaking there, right? to people, yeah 
Yeah, the yeah, she said gallery. Gallery. But anyway, they it's were late. they they did breach the law that you can't go. You know, but do you remember when they live streamed? When did people live stream from like the house in Minnesota? I forget mm-hmm. where they did it. it. Was like you can't have cameras there and you can't do this. Well, in Tennessee, yeah. I don't think they had cameras. There were cameras there, but they didn't. It wasn't that they were broadcasting. It was that they took over the three took over the floor and had conversations with people from the um, from the gallery, and uh, that is a breach of the basic rules of, I guess, Tennessee's. It's in Nashville. Um, decorum, the House of Representatives. Guess, yeah. yeah, decorum. And um, they've just been voted to be expelled. All three of them were voted on. One of them survived. But they, um, and they, uh, there's a great, well, you have a genre, but two, the two, the two Gen Zers, who also happen to be black and male, they were expelled from the house just a, just this week on Thursday. And, um, when they did it really quickly, like the protest was like, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday, Thursday, yeah, they, they took a vote to, yeah, to expel them. They both had, they all had chance to um, speak on their own behalf to defend themselves. And the two Gen Zers who also are black, they got expelled. And the woman who's a little bit older and white held on by one vote. So she wasn't expelled, but they Shocking. gave some amazing speeches. If you well, well, you have one, I think. Yeah, I have this one from Representative uh, Justin Jones, who was one of the, uh, the Dems that was expelled. Uh, let's play the clip. Yes, please share it. Mm-hmm. In this chamber, violence, no expulsion. Under federal investigation, no expulsion. We have a member still under. It's the state of Tennessee. youngest black representatives really great speech i cut it down a little bit just so everybody knows that he had some more pauses in there but um it was very powerful yeah uh and very and very apt i think um there's a lot of things that people don't get in trouble for until they don't like you and then they use what you've done to 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 get you yeah. in trouble. Yeah. Is that what we're doing to Trump? Just kidding. No, I, I I've <laughs> I've had no. he he broke the law. I've had a number of discussions online with uh, some fellow alums from my old college who uh, are take that that viewpoint that this is all like a violation of the old norms and it is all just you know, uh, uh, political scalp hunting and tit for tat and so forth. And, um, you know, I, I'm very alert to that. I'm very, you know, I, I don't want us to get into that kind of, you know, all right, well, as soon as the, as soon as power shifts, 
you know, we immediately just try and, and prosecute the heck out of everybody who was just in office, um, just on general principles. But at the same time, you know, I, I think we should punish corruption and dishonesty. And uh, to that end, you know, if uh, new charges that were still uh, uh, legally, you know, within the statute of limitations came out against President Clinton or President Obama or, you know, President Biden or, or President Biden's son, you know, whatever. Like like if, if all of the, the smoke about uh, uh, Hunter Biden leads to uh, uh, an investigation that leads to charges being filed against him. You know, okay. You know, I, so be it. So right, be it. Exactly. Yeah, we all have to. It. You have to have faith in the justice system to be able to do that. And I feel like we're really, we're really struggling with that right now. I mean, and the I, fact that those are the people in Tennessee that just got expelled from their House of Representatives. Two hundred thousand yeah. people were just disenfranchised in each in each one's district. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know. Yeah, they're probably going to move on with with more business. They're not going to stop. Yeah. Until yeah. the new um, people come in. So I bet there's going to be some new bills introduced over the next couple of days. Um, well, and I mean, the, the Republicans already controlled the chamber with a super majority. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. That's why so they, they can do they, it. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. So, John, you uh, did you snort when Sue talked about faith in the justice system? I did. Okay. Do you want to share anything about that in our last couple of minutes? Because I, I go on. Be, no, because I, I think it's a, it's a totally valid thing. I think yep. Sue's right. You know, if we can't trust the, the courts to actually like ever give a fair trial, then you know we're what lost. do we do? Yeah, I was snorting, but the courts definitely don't always do a fair I trial. Was, so, I, was, yeah. I, 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 I chortled a little bit because uh, the the wording was um, we have to trust in the justice system. No, we don't. Hmm. That's well, not, we have to have we, a justice system that we trust. We yes, deserve a we justice don't. system we trust. We yeah. deserve, yes, we don't have we don't have either of those. We have a justice system, and it's the only justice system that we have. So we have to make sure that it's working well, and we have to keep an eye on it. But the whole point of a justice system, of a government system, is that we can't trust it. We have to keep an eye on it. And that's why we have different how different um, we have the the three branches of government. We have separation of powers and all that stuff. We can't trust the justice system, and uh, we have to be able to look at what is happening in our court system, in in everything, and make sure that it's going well. In terms of Trump, or if this same thing happened with Biden, I agree. Like he needs to be charged. He needs to go through the justice system, the one that we have. We may have to make sure, just like I want this guy to make sure. Uh, Bragg is his name. Okay, so yes. Bragg. Yeah. Um, he he needs to do everything on the up and up. I I don't care what I think about Trump. If he okay, he's not the judge. Well, no, I'm ta- I'm talking about the guy that brought charges. Yeah. Um, yes, that's Bragg. So if Alvin, he, DA Alvin Bragg, yes, if mm-hmm. he brought charges and he has and he has all the information and everything's correct, then yes, he should. Trump should be um, tried and he should be put in jail. But if someone's going headhunting, then no, I don't care who it is. They do not deserve to be like just thrown in jail because someone doesn't like them. They have to do yeah. something let's, let's wrong they and get good, convicted. Let's hope they have a good jury. Yes. 
I'm hoping I do too because yeah. I do want Trump to be in jail <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> for many very various good. reasons but he has to they, good, it has to but I don't well. yeah I know, but I I don't want him railroaded no. either you know that hurts everybody I, yeah that that yeah that actually makes things worse so but I, anyway I hear the music so I think we have to wrap up now so that's going to do it for civil politics tonight here on Valley Free Radio thank you for listening uh, coming up next is Subculture, followed by Table of Contents at 10 and OK Asia at Midnight. Uh, we've got a repeat broadcast of the show Monday afternoon at 4. And uh, tomorrow morning, you can get our uh, the show as a podcast on any podcast service you like. That'll do it for now. Thanks for listening. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.